Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey, senders, welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 54, and on this episode, I was lucky enough to go out and ride with the owner of a mountain bike shoe company called Afton, and the gentleman's name is TJ, and he is such an incredible person. I had no idea what goes into making a mountain bike shoe until I started talking to TJ and getting to know his shoes under the brand Afton. TJ really started this in 2015 and has just been resilient over the years, even through COVID with the new launch of the redone Coopers, the mountain bike shoes that are out there right now for us that are on flats. He also has clip-ins. I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode as TJ talks about starting the business and what inspired it, and even the name Afton, where did that come from? Before I get into the podcast, folks, I do always have to say thank you to the supporters of the segment podcast. Thank you to YT Industries. Live uncaged with YT. If you're looking for a bike, don't forget to do the comparisons and throw the Izzo, the Capra, the Tuez, the Jeffsy, or the Decoy in the mix. I know it will compare pretty nicely. Also, special thank you to Spy Optic, spyoptic.com, keeping my eyes protected with their Happy Tech technology. If you want to go to spyoptic.com and shop for anything for the holiday season, use promo code SENDER10 for 10% off your purchase. Again, that is promo code SENDER10 for 10% off of your purchase. Also, special thank you is going out to Tasco. Tasco, the mountain bike apparel company. You'll see me and many others in the Tasco gloves, the Tasco shorts, and the Tasco shirts and jerseys. Tasco just has an array of comfortable clothing that is made for mountain bikers, built by mountain bikers. If you click on the Tasco link in the description, you will be supporting the podcast as that is an affiliate link. Also, brand new support to the channel, Afton Shoes. Special thank you to Afton Shoes. I do have a promo code coming your way soon, but for now, check out the shoes that Afton has to offer. I'm currently wearing the Coopers, and you can find Afton Shoes at www.aftonshoes.com. All right, without further ado, here comes episode 54. Hey, hey, senders, what's happening? We are back episode 50 gosh what are we joey is this 54 53 54 54 holy cow i was looking at some of the analytics and i could not believe how many mountain bikers 
are listening to us in different countries. It's, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I was surprised too. Yeah, it's crazy. So for for whoever's tuning in from across the world, thank you so much for being here. Um, this is the segment podcast, and we love to highlight folks that are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And definitely that is happening with our special guest tonight. Um, his name is TJ, and he is the owner of Afton Shoes. And um, Joey and I actually just picked up a pair of mountain bike shoes from Afton. Joey, show the folks what you got there. You got some. Look at those. Those are called the Coopers. And what was your first thoughts on the first pedal out? Look at the soles on those things. Well, I like they're nice and sticky. Nice sticks to the pedal. No problem at all. The outside the material is going to last forever. It's nice and hard. I mean, I, I, wore, I rode these for two days. When I brought them home, they looked like they were about a year old. I wiped them and they're perfect again. Nice. Yeah, those are, <laughs> those are spiffed up, man. They've been the way you need them to, but they're nice and stiff. They won't go this way. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. that's that anti-weeping technology that TJ put into those suckers. Yeah. And being the quarter protects the, you know, the ankle a little bit better, which is nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know that uh, we just got on, we just, for, for the folks that are tuning in, Joey and I just actually had the opportunity to ride with TJ yesterday at sunset down in San Diego and uh, hit a fun jump line, got a chance to hike back up and down and be on those shoes, be on some of the climbs there. And uh, man, I was really impressed with those shoes. So, and, and TJ is such a cool dude. I just was like, man, you got to get on the show. Yeah. You got to get on the show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's happening to Alpha MTB says just in time to join the party, guys. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Well, without further ado, Joey, what do you say? Shall we bring the special guests on? Yeah, let's bring them in. Here he comes. <laughs> TJ, what's happening, buddy? <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Man, welcome to the podcast. Uh, really stoked to have you on here. Thank you for taking the time to, to jump on. I see uh, Trail Dogs are just joining us. Am I late? No, guys, you are right on time. <laughs> Joey looks. <laughs> I think that's a play on the uh, jump today. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see it, TJ, on social media. Uh, the Trail Dogs is a is a big group out here in Southern California. They've got a big presence. They put a meme of Joey on jump three yesterday, jump three that we were on. Oh, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Joey popped the popped early and high and just rode like in this comfortable chill position all the way across that gap. Mm -hmm. And, and they created this meme of Joey sitting on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the couch there. <laughs> so, so chill in the air a meme of him horse. riding a horse <laughs> oh it's gonna you're the new bernie in the oh, last yeah, one made, i like it. it on the front of a meme of him on the oh, titanic no. <laughs> that's good stuff <laughs> good stuff trail dogs thank you guys so much for doing that mtb ragin is in the house mtb ragin says what's up you handsome dudes <laughs> oh my gosh. Craig, I saw on Insta that you crashed today and I'm so glad to hear that you're okay. <laughs> that was uh Oh, that was today? I think that was Yikes. I think that was today. Craig, let us know if that was today, but it just came out uh, on social. All I saw was dirt, a wheel, 
dirt. <laughs> I think your shoes and a knee pad. <laughs> uh, Alpha MTV said the Titanic is awesome. I know. Trend that was so funny. That's pretty so funny. good. Yeah. <laughs> All so right. I'm, I'm so going to jump backstage. Yeah, All of right. course. You got it, Joey. We'll see you in a little <laughs> bit, buddy. Uh, Rich on Two Wheels is also here. Rich on Two Wheels has made it after doing the Fullerton Loop. Oh, dang, man. Nice. Nice. Uh, Rich on Two Wheels is uh, from a company called Dianese. And uh, they're going to be doing some epic things in the mountain bike world here and not too long. Well, they already have some great things in the mountain bike world, but more stuff to come. Um, but speaking of stuff to come. Some pads. Yeah, their pads are really nice with the first Sea East. I, mean, I kind of nerd out on pad stuff, but yeah, they did a good job with that. It was about five, six years ago. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Yeah. Those, are the, those are the pads that I'm we'll currently wearing them. right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw them yesterday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good stuff from Dianese. Oh my gosh, Adam Mock is on the line, man. Mark and Joey, been bra I've been bragging on those shoes all morning. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Yeah, we have, been. we have. Been. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, MTV Rad Dad just joined from the Palm Springs area. Welcome, welcome, Adam. Glad to see you. So, Afton shoes. Joey and I have been bragging all morning. Here we are with. UTJ, the creator of Afton Shoes, and uh, you're not only good at shoe making, but watching you on the trails yesterday, you freaking rip. <laughs> Do you make me blush right away? Come on, <laughs> Dude, all, the, all the lines, all this, all the, all the stees, everything was was so good. And I just wanted to have you on the show to really just talk about your story. How did you? get into mountain biking and i'm sure at some point this will also get into afton but uh, take us back to the beginning on how you entered this this realm uh, mountain biking well I, I like to ride my bike when i was a kid right so that's i guess where you could say it started uh ripping around the driveway and um i wanted to go to the bmx park actually i tried i never actually raced but i wanted to go to the race bmx i got too scared because it was scary i just wanted to ride around uh, the track back when I was, I don't know, like eight or 10, you have to ask my parents. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, biking has been around, I've been into it for a long time. Uh, and kind of, as we talked, uh, then moto sort of took over when I turned to be a teenager and saw supercross on TV and Jeremy McGrath was winning everything. And you know, you just, your eyes get huge when you see that you're like, Whoa, I want to do that. Yeah. So and that's when you kind of moto took over. So yeah, but going to the biking part, um, you know, did moto for a long time and a good kind of parallel thing with moto is riding bikes, you know, enduro jumping, all that kind of stuff. Super fun. So, um, they kind of bikes took over, I don't know, probably seven or eight, 10 years ago, maybe. I don't, I don't even remember. And, uh, yeah, I've just kind of been doing that more than moto now from a riding nice. perspective. Yeah. Nice. You know, something that I noticed, um, a lot of my friends who came from moto, when they jump on the mountain bike or they they're able to bring over a ton of skills there's just like you must be either a bmx background or a moto background when i see somebody like ripping and and most of the time they do answer with yeah i was bmx or yes i was moto like what were this are there just a ton of skills for you when you came over was there a ton of skills that easily transitioned into mtb to your advantage uh you know it's a car question to answer. I guess the best answer I have anyway is the first time I went to Whistler and I had never ridden a downhill bike or really been to a bike park at that point. Um, 
and you just hop on a downhill bike and it feels like home. You're like, oh, this is awesome. And then the trails are actually, you know, as if you've been to Whistler or anyone's listening has, the trails are built perfect so that you carry your speed to hit all the jumps perfectly. And um, that's where I feel like it really, that's where it clicked for with moto going to bike was something like that. Um, wow. And then you can just build on that, right? So I was riding a lot of moto when I went to Whistler the first time. So, um, but you hop on a you know downhill bike, even though they're heavy by bike standards, you're like, oh, this is great. This thing is, you can flick it around and, <laughs> you know, so uh, that's probably where, but then you have to hone your bike skills for sure. I mean, you get the the speed understanding and the jumping and uh, the braking and all that, but to understand bike skills, manualing, all that kind of stuff, it's, you know, you have to, to work on that. Yeah. That's, that's been my experience. Yeah, no, I just noticed that like Don Zabo, you, you know, Steve Caballero, um, Destin Cantrell, a, a lot of these friends of ours that are in the mountain bike world, Adam Miller, people that were on um, Moto. I'm not worthy of that list, by the way. Well, <laughs> no, you're, on that, you're on that list, man. It, no way. It's pretty, it pretty impressive to see to see you out there yesterday. All this, these. So, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah. People are saying I have somebody attached to my elbow. So this is my son. He's in the studio today for the folks that are wondering who is this guy sleeping next to me. He uh, was supposed to be at the beach house this weekend, but uh, I think allergies took over. So we brought him back up. And so I'm on daddy duty. <laughs> so he's in the studio with me. Totally passed out. Past his bedtime. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So um, TJ, when it comes to mountain biking and the love of it. It sounds like you've done all types, right? You, you definitely, I think I was talking to you. Do you, you have a dirt jumper as well? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And so dirt jumper and then road bike, you, you had recently <laughs> just done this epic bike from Santa Barbara all the way back down to Solana beach, right? Correct. Yeah. We have a, it's actually it kind of started with a bunch of moto friends going back to the moto thing, but we started doing it about 10 years ago um and yeah it's super fun it's just a kind of a guy trip and we just did it a couple weeks ago so if any of those guys are listening it was a good time let's do it again next year <laughs> yeah but yeah that, that that sounds so fun. yeah I mean, how many miles is that total so uh about 200 it's a 200 mile we do it over the weekend so we take the train up on friday and then yeah ride from Santa Barbara to Hermosa Saturday and Hermosa to Santa Beach on Sunday. Dang, that's cool. I'm sure epic views too, man. That yeah, when the weather's that, nice, it's awesome. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. And I hear I have not actually ridden a road bike, but I hear that when you pedal those things, they are so light and they feel like they're just <laughs> riding a sports car. Like they just take it off. is exactly. Yeah. Just look up for cars. Get... Cars don't cars hate you. So that's kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple of people here in the audience that are that are that are chatting a few things. Just thought I'd highlight. Um Empty Bridge says looking for something that fits under riding pants. Ooh, Craig, take a look at Dionese. Um that was something that uh would probably fit under your riding pants. Uh Alpha MTB says, need some new shoes to ride. Gonna check out some Aftons. Yes. Nice. Yes. So um, Alpha MTB, that's a perfect segue into this. So TJ, you're you're kind of, from what I understood, you're working in the action sports world, um, obviously mountain biker since you were a kiddo. And what flipped the switch in your mind to go from employee to employer? What was that? 
Ooh, how do I? <laughs> Basically, hmm, trying to do this. To this. Well, you know, at any job, you, you run a runway. So that's probably the best way to put it. I kind of saw the writing on the wall. And you got to be, most action sport companies where, and we'll probably get to this at some point, I've worked in many of them, they're small. So there's only so much space to move around and, and to progress from a, from a career standpoint. So, um, and on top of that, I always kind of, I, I've had the entrepreneur bug for a while. Uh, I had mm -hmm. another company before Afton. It was a totally different industry, actually. It was in medical decals is the best way to put it, signage. Um, and that's actually what enabled me to be able to do Afton, financially speaking. Uh, but we, we can get to all that. But basically, um, transitioning, it was just kind of, it just seemed natural at the time. I had worked at uh, 661 when I actually, did, I was the product manager at 661 when I made the, the conscious decision that I was going to do my own thing. Um, that's kind of the, where Afton got birthed. And um, it just seemed like uh, more fun, more control, uh, more financial ability, potentially. We haven't achieved that yet. Um, and all these other things. So, you know, and also it was timing was right. I think at the time I'm 40 now, so I was 30. The uh, five, 34, something like that. And it, look, how long are you going to wait? You're just going to wait and forever and try to do this when you're 50, or are you going to try to do it now? And, you know, if, if it all goes down the toilet and does a spiral, you can you know, financially dig yourself out. So that's, that was kind of the, the timing and, and the reasoning. That's always nice to have that opportunity and, and that, that drive, you know, with you being a, a business startup person who's done it before. Um, it probably didn't feel like those things you're talking about, like, you know, this is something I want to do. I'm going to go for it now. Like you said, if you're, if you're younger and you go for it, you still have time to rebound if things go down, down the drain. Um, mm -hmm. And with so many things in the action sports world, what got you into the shoe part of, of the market space? Why, why was it the shoes? Uh, yeah, it, it's uh well, kind of what we actually discussed a little bit yesterday, but I was at Eurobike for 661 and I had some breaks between meetings and it, I need a new pair of riding shoes. That, it was as simple as that, actually. So what better play? I mean, if you're not familiar with Eurobike, Eurobike's the, the, the global biggest, um, I don't know if it's the biggest, it probably is, but I'm going to say it's the global biggest trade show for cycling. It's in Germany. Um, and we were there for 661 and One Industries. And I just walked around. I was like, I need a new pair of riding shoes. Maybe I can, I'll check out all the, what's coming out because it's all the new stuff. Um, so I went to all the places, you know, the, the five tens, Giro, Shimano, Specialized. And there was a couple other, you know, smaller players back then. Ion had shoes and things like that. And it just looked like rinse, repeat. And I didn't want to wear those anymore. And that's, and I already was in the mental space of like, it's time for me to do my own thing. And um, mm -hmm. I wanted to create something that was what Afton became, you know, more urban inspired shoes. So, um, oh, um. but so why it was just because I needed a pair of riding shoes. I actually, uh, I mean, I had some, <laughs> some experience like developing and designing motocross boots and some cycling footwear, but not nearly at the level I needed to be in order to do this, but here we are, we made it work. So that that is cool wow yeah i love that <laughs> that's so honest and raw why'd you want to do it because i wanted some good shoes to ride and yes, i wanted, I wanted some cool shoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and, and, and to be fair the, the shoe game has changed a lot since then I and mean, that was september 2015 
so wow. a lot's happened since then so but back then it was pretty pretty basic to be honest so i saw some market opportunity there yeah i mean you have you know 510 obviously owned by adidas they're they're mm-hmm. they're a massive company big backing uh ride concept at knees all these shoe brands and i found out that afton was this locally owned san diego owned mountain biker owned shoe company and i was like what i need <laughs> to check these out this is so awesome so 2015 you created afton um how did you come how did you land on the name afton and, and what does it mean uh yeah i get that a lot actually which is which is fun um afton it it doesn't it means something to me actually but we'll get to that but it actually doesn't mean anything um it translates could be wrong here to evening i think in either swedish or you know one of the those languages the european languages of some form i forget which one it was um but it 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 doesn't mean anything and there is a sign and if anyone actually why this would be funny if anyone from 100 watches this there's a sign by the 100 building for afton road and that's what sparked the idea um oh, wow. and uh Afton Mountain is a mountain in Virginia. I'm from Virginia and I learned how to ski there. I learned how to ride my motocross bike in that area. Um, I'm not from that area. I'm from coastal Virginia, but we have some property up there and my parents did. And so it kind of just, it clicked with me to put it on the list. And then as you know, there was a big, it was a big list of names. Um, it was easy to understand. It didn't translate funny into other languages. We could protect right. it. Uh, it was two syllables and it was a, so it was always at the top of all the lists when you're at a trade show. So, and that's so, kind of, it just kind of getting past all the, the checkpoints. And so we, we decided, well, we, I, I decided to, uh, to make it be the one. Nice. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it means mountain. Yeah. It's a ma- after mountains, a mountain in Virginia. So that kind of, and like I said, it's, there's some roots there. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's almost like it's a home name. Like sometimes yeah. when you, something reminds you of comfortable, spot like that Afton. I, I dig that you, you have to think of all these things. I, I never realized <laughs> that you have to think like, oh, a, a will always be at the top of the list, two syllables, um, it translating to something kind of funky in a different language. I didn't realize you have to research that. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you never know. You, you should check. We've, uh, over the years of making product names um, with other companies I've worked for, there's been some funny translations. Like, nope, can't call it that. That's, that's not gonna fly. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, yeah, you have to kind of, you learn those things over the years, but yeah, you got to check those things. Oh man, that's good stuff. We have a, a couple more chats coming in. Um, it says, okay. Uh, Adam Mock saying open to doing art collabs on the shoes. Oh, oh, he's saying, are you open to doing art collabs yeah, on the shoes? Now? Absolutely. Yeah. So if that's, how, uh, uh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, um, yeah. How, I think that's where you're going to go. How did, how would somebody. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you can yeah you can email me or Afton probably info at aftonshoes.com is the easiest. I'll I'll probably read it, so it's probably coming to me anyway. But that's our general. Um, yeah. So yeah, info at Afton Shoes. Shoot us. I'd love to do collabs. That's something actually it's on our docket to uh, do more of some some art collabs, some brand collabs, things like that. So we want to just make great. cool stuff at the end of the day. So that's awesome. That's, that's awesome, TJ. Adam Mock, uh, the gentleman who asked that question is a professional artist. He's done stuff yeah. with um, with Nike, uh, Jordan brand. So um, very talented individual. So I'm glad I'm glad that's on your docket. That's that's great. Uh, Debbie Keo is one of the producers out yeah. there. 
She's asking shoes with art designed by Adam would rock. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Heck definitely. Yeah. So yeah, love seeing that stuff. So yeah, Adam send over, let's do this. Let's make some nice. cool stuff. <laughs> hey, nice. That's awesome. Um, Rich on two wheels has a question in the chat. It says, I'm ready for some new shoes. Where or how can we get some? How was the fit of the shoes? How do we go about getting the right size? And uh, maybe on this segment of the show, uh, Joey, if you have it keyed up back there, maybe we could introduce um, the mountain bike shoe that you recommended to us was the Cooper. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe we can get yep. the Coopers up and uh, have you kind of take us through what that looks like. Uh, and uh, these are for flat. So, um, so if anybody, we also have flip-ins flip too. too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The same on those two. Mm -hmm. Oh, got it. Oh, very cool. Um, so yeah, take us through the Cooper and uh, kind of teach us a little bit about what makes these shoes, uh, like some of the features and benefits behind these, because they were super comfortable. I got to tell you guys. Sure. And um, whoever asked the question, I'll get to fit. So just, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Cause that's a, it's a very popular question, of course. Um, but yeah, so the Coopers, it's our flat shoe. This is our second flat shoe. We had a shoe called the Keegan before this, and we're considering bringing that one back as well. So we, in the future, if you know, after we might have both, but the Cooper, we made it a mid, meaning that it goes up on your ankle a little bit more. And that's for the obvious ankle protection, um, both for mountain biking, so you don't smack your crank on the inside of your foot, the medial side of your foot, but also for our free ride guys. Uh, we have a couple of free ride athletes and, you know, for tail whips and just ankle, they, those guys hurt their ankles all the time. They, they wear space braces a lot just for ankle protections. So to kind of give them a little bit more protection, but you need a mountain biking too. Um, but yeah, the, the shoe is our own proprietary rubber. The rubber on this one, the Cooper, is a new rubber for these shoes. Um, they are more durable, actually, the rubber, and it actually grips about 30 to 40% more, which is a lot, I know, but it's true than our previous models, which is awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the, they're, they have the, uh, most people are now, but they all have a, a proprietary shank, the full silhouette of the shoe. And what that does, and you talked about this earlier, is it allows the shoe to be stiff on the pedal. So if this is your pedal and your shoe's on it, it goes right here, it doesn't weep over your pedal. It stays stiff. So when you're pedaling or come up short on a jump, you have a lot of support there. But when you walk, it bends normally. So, and that's that's something I developed from the very beginning. It was in the Cooper as well, because I had my own arch problems when I was going on a DH run for, you know, three to five minutes. I would have arch pain from my pedal just digging in on my, well, throw anybody under you know, another brand we'll just say so um so that that was the inspiration behind that but you had to get that to work with the rubber and all that it was uh it was a challenge but it was fun um wow sizing so i'll, I'll jump into sizing unless you have more follow-up stuff there before i do yeah no that's good yeah so sizing our shoes run a little tight uh they do i don't i should put more samples and things around me but they we have a really thick insole in our shoe and that's for comfort but when you do that, it does take up some volume from the bottom of the shoe, you know, to where your, your foot's hitting the top of it. Uh, until that breaks in, the shoes feel a little tight. If you like looser shoes, like some people like, I like my shoes pretty tight personally, so it doesn't bother me. But if you want a little bit more comfort, go a half size to maybe even a full size up. And they will break in after one ride, you'll notice difference. But after a month of wearing them, they'll, everything will start loosening up and they'll feel right at home with you. So, um, and we do have a sizing uh, chart and a sizing video on our website. 
So I don't know if Joey's in the back, but if, if you don't want, you can just like show where it is, Joey. Oh, you don't have to either. I'm not telling you what to do. It's not my show. Uh, but we do have a, a sizing chart. It shows you how to measure your foot and then you can, you can look against the sizing chart as well. Yeah, that that's very cool to understand the size and fit. I know some of the other brands run a little shorter. Um, I've had to order, I've ordered some brands, like I wear a size nine and I, I ordered a size nine. I had to return them to get like a size eight. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's, it's hard. You know, I mean, it's, it's like hard. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. It, but yours, I, I, I put on a nine, I'm a size nine. And for me, I, I like that fit to feel like if I move my foot within the shoe that I'm getting reaction to the pedal instead of like mm -hmm. my foot kind of inside the shoe. And so I did love that tight fit for, for me and for what I do. So a nine fit me perfect for, for the nine. And uh, if you guys are interested, so um, Rich, if you're looking at that shoe, you want to go to aftonshoes.com and you will definitely see it there. Um, Uncaged MTB says generally wear an eight and a half and the nine fit perfectly. So Joey went a little bit the other direction. So he uh, he felt good on, on a little bit of a bigger shoe, half size shoe bigger. So I think it's just kind of, you got to just get your hands on some and, and try them on. But when it comes to big, bigger numbers, you've seen the majority of folks usually have to size down a teeny bit. Uh, yes. Uh, so usually, uh, so like if you're a nine, generally you'd want a nine and a half uh, or maybe even a 10, depending on your foot width. Our, oh, I didn't talk about width. Our width's a pretty standard, which is like a, a CD or on the C side, it goes A through triple quad d you know a being narrow and d's being wide uh which is pretty standard so if you have a really wide foot you'd either want to size up or you know try them on first got it got it and we have a few writers here now that are also clip in writers and um joey if you have a chance to throw in a clip in but um basically i know nothing about clip ins i've never ridden a clip in i'm always afraid you know i could Sometimes I'm doing well on the trail and sometimes I can't even get my flats off <laughs> just to <laughs> save myself. But for the people that are clipped in, generally what is the the main things that makes a clip in shoe outstanding? Uh, I mean, that's personal preference, right? But uh, well, there's there's a lot of different things. There's float, which is float's probably the biggest thing because every shoe is designed differently. And the shoes are hard. You can't you can't adjust how deep. The, the cleat boxes, which is that black area that, yeah, the picture was just on. So we developed our shoes to interact best with Crank Brothers, uh, which because that was the pedals we mostly were riding. Um, and that's, you know, for kind of our riding style, which is more gravity, enduro, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so they, they nest really well with that. So that's the height from the bottom of the shoe to where you click your pedal in. You want it to be like really close, right? So there's not much float. So you're not rocking around on that. You want like a platform. Mm um so if you have a pedal like shimano is a little bit taller so there's a little bit more of a gap there um and then look works really well with us ht works really well with us as well so that's usually what people look for um you know against the other thing they like wait a lot of times you know when you get into clips usually people are riding further so they weight's a big thing our shoes are a little heavier they're more for gravity enduro they're burlier um, they'll take a lick and keep on ticking kind of thing. So, but I, you know, that's, that's the technical difference. Um, the biggest other thing that we did spent speaking about technicalities is our shank. I don't have one around me free, but the shank of our Vectal 2.0, which was a shoe up before was, um, it's like, it looks like a lollipop. 
So the mm -hmm. full silhouette in the toe is the shank. And as you get to the heel, it actually goes to like a, a lollipop handle, kind of like a pen or something. And uh, what that allows you to do is when you walk, the heel hits first, right? As you're walking, it lets mm -hmm. the heel bend a little bit and actually have some flex. And then when you walk on your toe, actually the toe of the shank gets narrower too. So it flexes in the toe and the heel, but it's really stiff over the meat and potatoes of the pedal. And that was once again, a proprietary, a proprietary design of ours. And that was the reason behind it. So you could walk more normally. You're not walking around like a duck. And, uh, but when you're on the pedals, it feels like it's working really well. So nice. those, are, those are the technical aspects of the backfill that you can't tell if it's by looking at that picture, right? So. Yeah, no, thanks for explaining that. That's very cool. Um, we have a, a question here from Alpha MTB wants to know if the Vectol 2.0 black gum that sold out will be coming back in stock soon. Uh, yeah, and then that color is hot. It, it went really fast, surprisingly. Um, our Vectol sales of this new one that you were just on the screen uh, did a lot better than we were anticipating. We weren't planning for that, especially that color, the black gum. I think we literally have, uh, actually it says, we have a 10 and a half coming back into stock because it's from a, a warranty exchange, but Unfortunately, not anytime, not before holidays, not until next year sometime. So no, they, they went and they went fast, wow. uh, which is a good thing. Uh, right. But yeah, they, they came out really nice. They look nice. So I wish I had better And supply chains, a hot mess right now. So it's going to take some time to, even if we produce them tomorrow, they wouldn't be here for three months, four months because of supply chain issues. Yeah. So they'll be, they'll be out there at the boat. I'm still thinking I'm going to open up that <laughs> Dean boat business. That'll take people, customers out to the shipping boats. So they can yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and get back. Yeah. Do you think it was just the the gum sole on that black that made those so popular? Why why did those sell out so much? Did you get feedback on that? I think it's mostly the look. They just they they're they're pretty. They're not too aggressive, um, and they just look nice. I don't I don't know. That's other than that, I'm not sure. But yeah, black gum's always done really well for us. We had a black gum outsole. And our flat shoe before the Cooper, and that one always did the best by far. Um, the reason why we didn't do gum on any of our Coopers is because for the Vectol, the rubber is important and it's it's good. Um, it's good for what its utility utility is, but for a flat shoe, it's all about grip, right? And once you put mm -hmm. pigment in the rubber, we did it before, but we learned our lesson. Um, you can't put pigment in it. You can, but it, it reduces the the functionality of the grip a little and not by a lot but it does but enough that i didn't want to put it in so we could we could keep it as good as we could yeah no that's great man uh empty range says "Ooh, i like those i'm always switching back and forth bike park to janky stuff i go to flats mm -hmm. yeah so that's very cool i had no idea about the pigment in the shoe and um i yeah i make a 30 to 40 percent more sticky on those soles is awesome because yeah last uh, season yeah. Compared to last season, we all have those those flat those pins and those pedals that love to chew up our shins and calves. <laughs> so, so <laughs> the bottom of your shoes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the bottom of the shoes too. Uh, yeah. Calibrano Kid is is in the house. Uh, he says very cool. Uh, plug here for Mr. Joe Calibrano Kid. If you haven't had a chance, check out his Sedona recap video. He was able to take three days of amazing goodness and pack it into like a ten minute YouTube video. Please go check yourself out that video. It is awesome. And he's also starting up a band on Instagram with his uh, very cool, funny uh, music videos with the bike. So Alpha MTB also is saying uh, definitely into the black and gum combo. So yeah, a lot of folks are, are digging that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. it really, I don't, it, it's a good color. It, it just came out nice. Yeah. 
So as far as the mountain bike shoes go now, the Cooper for the flats are, are the ones to go to. And I also love the fact that you built this protective like shell over the toe for those moments when we hit rocks or our toes, like come across a route or whatever, whatever. I had no clue until you told me and I'm like, man, this <laughs> thing is completely dialed in. Does do other shoe companies do that? Or is that another proprietary thing that you thought of? Cause I love it. Uh, there's definitely toe protection in other, other brands. Um, how they go about it might be different. Um, a lot of times it's rubber, rubber or like plastic, like a, another piece that's inserted that gets molded to the external material of the upper, things like that. Whereas we put in um, that, it's called a Chemtech sheet, which is basically a, a about two mil plastic sheet that gets molded into the, the shoe when they when they heat up with the last in and technical jargon but um other brands have done it because i've actually had a pair of five tens before that i left in the car and they got really hot and they had other gear on top of them, like heavy stuff and uh sometimes when the chemtech sheet gets super duper hot like in a car for a long time they get like remolded funny and they got all smushed down so and they stayed oh, that no. way and that, that can oh, happen, but it's, theirs was a little thinner, so it didn't. These are these are a long time ago. This isn't recent five ten stuff. So, but long story short, I said that because they did it as well. So it's not. I don't think it's like a secret or anything. But we had a. I wanted to bring over the toe, so it actually wraps around your toe and goes over to the, the middle part of your toe. So you just have that much more protection too. Oh, got it. Okay, I, I love it. And I, I a lot of your um, oh, Adam is saying, why are lace straps reserved for clipless and not really seen on flats? Good That's question. a question we get a lot, actually. Um, and we do have a lace caddy now on the Coopers. You can't see it very well. If you look in some of the pictures online, you can see it's like a little. I think you saw it yesterday, right? Where like yeah, you can tuck yep. your laces in. Um, it's a uh, it's a design choice. Um, you could, but, oh yeah, actually, there you go. Joey's on it. Yeah. So they're tucked in. So you can kind of keep them away and you don't have to put a strap on with the extra weight and, um, things like that. Nice. Um, and honestly, oh, yeah, there you go. this is a bad answer, but it's honest. Um, the, the look of, Af thanks Joey. The look of Athens, I didn't want to strap on our flat shoes, at least not right away. I think we could design it to make it look nice um, in the future for sure. And we've gotten a lot of feedback. A lot of people want straps on the flat shoes. Um, so it's something that we've heard a lot. So we're definitely going to consider it. But that's that was the main reason why, at least this round, we didn't put a strap on it yet. Got that, it. That's brutally honest. No, that's <laughs> no, thank you for it. Yeah, thank you for the honesty. I, I love that. Um, Alpha MTB says, Adam, I would love a flat with lace straps too. Um, MTB Ragey yeah, says, I'm with you, Adam. I love those straps. Yeah, everyone oh, wants oh it. It's yeah. Now, as far as like keeping just obviously keeping the the laces down, does that strap also provide additional ankle protection? Is there an, another per purpose additive to the strap? Or just well, usually a straps on your your clipless shoes, right? And that's because you're not just pushing down, you're pulling up when you're pedaling, right? So that you can yeah. get it nice and stuck on the top of your foot. So when you're pulling up, you have that support and that, that so your foot's not moving around too much. Um, I think the reason why, and you guys can comment, I think the reason why most people want a, a strap on their flat shoe is, well, A, convenience, it's easier, you're gonna have to lace it up. B, it's not gonna come unlaced when you're riding. And C, if you need a little bit snugger, you don't have to untie it tight and hope it stays. You can just like, and then, you know, make it tighter. Real, even on the fly, if you're going slow and just reach down and do it. So nice. that would be my guess why people would want a strap on a flat. And when, this is from research we 
done as well. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's but the main reason why clipless have a, a dial or a strap is for that keeping it snug. For the pull. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, you're putting torque on the on the pull of the crank, not just the down. That's uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, MTB Rage says nailed it. Nailed it. That's exactly the reasons why um, MTB Rage is drive train. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, two wheel said yeah, getting the laces away from the drive train. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. From the motor background, we want the laces to stay away from the drivetrain. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. I interesting. Interesting on that. So now when it came to the Coopers, you had the Keegans at one point and those, you pulled those, did they pull or did they sell out? Uh, we just, it was, um, I wanted to make another shoe, basically uh, another version to, to take everything we learned from the Keegan and then make the Cooper. So it was basically just, uh, it, it's it's more skews, having two flat shoes and we're small, I'm a small company, you know, we're only a couple, it's me mostly full-time and there's a couple of people that help part-time. So to be in order to have that many SKUs, have that much cash flow out on inventories, things like that, it just it's just hard for us. Um, yeah. I mean, we did the Roy, so we do have three shoes. That's a it's more of a road gravel shoe, but that was just kind of like a fun thing to throw in. Uh, we may or may not keep it, um, just as, depending on how it does performance wise. But yeah, it just you know it's a heavy financial lift here. It's it's we don't have backing. <laughs> you know, this is all funded by who you're looking at. So um, yeah. I'm I'm just another guy. I'm not some you know, daddy Warbucks. So that's the reason, yeah. but we want to bring it back to, uh, if we can, you know, financially afford it, we'll, we'll bring it back and have a low and then the mid. And so there's a little bit of a, you know, offering there. Got it. Now were the Keegan's more of the low, low style, whereas the Coopers are, are more of the mids. Is that how they're different? Correct. Yeah. The, um, let me see if I have one by my desk, but yeah, the Keegan, um, is yeah, more a uh, standard, uh, Got ankle it. height. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Very cool. Um, we have, uh, we have, uh, Josh, Josh Wilford. What's up, buddy? Good hey, to see Josh. you on here. Josh says, keep an eye out for the limited edition kicks. Whoa. <laughs> Do tell, is there something in the works on some limited edition kicks? Uh, well, yeah, you never know. Actually, uh, <laughs> That's what you saw before we started. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So those are and, cool. Uh, and those... just, and, uh, Josh is the one. Thanks, Josh. That that you know connected the dots here, right? So, yes. um, but he uh, he's he's a proponent of the uh, the limited stuff. He he loves the '90s that we did last season and things like that. So, yeah, for the folks that are tuning in, uh, Afton's got some some stuff in the works. So I got a sneak peek at it. Definitely <laughs> cool. So it's definitely something you'll want to check out for sure when they do release. Um, I had a couple questions for you from the audience that I was wondering if I could ask you at this point in time in the show. Yeah, of course. So uh, this one's coming from Debbie Keogh. She says, never heard of them. I want to know everything. So <laughs> for somebody who's coming from mountain biking and, and, you know, including myself, I, I was, I was really happy to hear that Afton was a local company, small, small local company obviously i love supporting local but if somebody has never heard of afton like what would be kind of like the introduction the the little pitch there for it sure uh i mean when you ask that my brain goes to what's our brand identity because you can get mountain bike shoes right you can get you can get mountain bike shoes from a lot of brands so why would you choose afton 
Um, Afton was, and this is something we haven't talked about. Afton was created when I was going around Eurobike looking at all those companies and shoes. I wanted something more cutting edge. I didn't want to wear what I called at the time moon boots. You know, it was like 2002 puffy DCs. I wanted to wear something that looked like Vans, but performed like what a mountain bike shoe should perform like. And so uh, it was a casually, casually technical as our moniker. We look casual, but it's a technical shoe. There's a lot going on in there. It doesn't look like it, but that's the point. Um, so that's that's the brand. That's our essence. We want to be more urban looking, uh, but perform as it needs to on the trail. So uh, th that's usually our brand identity is, you know, our brand identity board looks more urban than it does outdoors. But, you know, that's kind of, that's fun too, because you're wearing a Troy Lee crazy kit out in the middle of the woods, you know, like that, yeah. <laughs> there's no, you know, it's a really interesting juxtaposition there. So we're just like personifying that, looking at that and how can you kind of keep pushing that to make things work? Uh, and it, yeah. it's a fun game to play actually. So that, that's the brand essence and you know, where it would like, you know, where it's been, where we want to go. And, um, and, you know, we just happen to make kick-ass mountain bike shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's my opinion. You right? do, yeah, so. <laughs> you do. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the first step. Is like I've never heard of Afton to to putting a pair on and going on a pedal, and man, there is a lot going on in that shoe. I I couldn't believe Joe and I were talking about it when we were hitting that jump line and we were hiking back up. Like just the grip on me hiking back up was very cool. <laughs> and then you have these like I don't know what they are on the tongues, but as far as like dirt and things getting in there, um, you had some kind of like reservoirs oh, yeah. on there. Yeah, what what are those? They're awesome. <laughs> they're basically rain gutters. Yeah, the reservoir, exactly that. Yeah, they're rain gutters. So when there's weather, I mean, we're in SoCal, there's not much weather here, right? But you have weather or dirt or you know rocks, things like that. Uh, it keeps it out of your shoe. So what he's talking about is that you have the tongue in the middle and then you know the shoes on the outside. We have a, and this is somewhat common, but there's a gusset sewed to each side of the tongue. So you can only pull the tongue up so far and it'll stop. Uh, it does are yeah, it's like basically rain gutters to keep stuff out of your shoes uh, yeah. and water. I mean, it's, it's, they're not watertight, but it'll, it would assist with water and, and things of that nature, mud, stuff like that. That, so, that yeah, it's cool. another little like hidden feature. Yeah. I forgot. About, I always forget about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. I noticed it when we were sitting on the trail, we were talking and, and cab was coming down to hit that jump and uh, we weren't sure if he's going to hit jump two yet. So we got out of the way. I walked through <laughs> the sticks and everything to get, to get there. And I'm like, damn, I should have like, sand and stuff in my shoes and uh you know i was like trying to pay attention because they're i just had them on i was trying to find all the little cool things that that these shoes do um next question comes from mike yeah. savicky mike says any plans for sizes bigger than a 13 got the big boys out there listening that's another good question we get that one a lot as well it's been in our plan to actually add a 14 uh it's been in our plan for a year and a half uh, we haven't done it though. Every time, like, can we do this? Can we afford it? Is it the right time? Like, uh, eh. this is, we also had to make one of those calls right when COVID it was, I think it was March, 2020. And that's when COVID, everything was shutting down. It's like, no, no, abort, abort. <laughs> we can't afford it. Uh, we, but then of course everything went to the moon and we didn't know that was going to happen. So, um, but the plan is yes, there is a plan for it. We want to do it. Um, we actually have 14s in our Royce, which are our, gravel road shoe if you want some of those unfortunately we don't have them right now in the cooper or the bechtel but there is yeah. there's there's a plan there's been a plan for a bit and to do more half sizes too actually but once again it just has to do with 
financial means and and that's more that's a lot more inventory we got to bring on board to bring half you know it's you're adding per shoe per color and you're doubling your sizes and it's a lot of a lot of financial out that goes in before you get it back so yeah if you can tell there's a lot of financial constraints around this brand we uh but we're making it work so it's it's rad yeah no that's that's good definitely want to see afton around for a long time it's 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 one of those things you feel like you make one wrong move and 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 you're finished you know so you don't it's like hard to if you can yeah to to navigate um wko saying um a lot of high-end trail running shoes have those tongue gussets to hear that's part of a bike shoe is no brainer so cool yeah yeah very true yeah very good um mr bernstein is on the line mr bernstein is asking how did covid affect afton the brand yeah covid that was a weird one um in the beginning i kind of already hinted at it so in march 2020 when covid was really getting you know everyone was there's a lot of fear around it um i had to make a production call and it was to do we produce or do we not produce and on top of that, even if, so I actually had it, it was before April happened. So March was the slowest month we've ever had, 2020. And April 2020 is one of the best months we've ever had from a direct-to-consumer standpoint. So it's kind of funny how it went from, you know, it flipped really fast. But I actually did make the call to pull the production. Um, so for COVID for us was, I actually made a lot of choices. Because we pulled production in March, um, I decided to change factories too. And that's when we started developing the Cooper and the new Vectal and the Royce. So we use that down, we, we did it. So it, to answer your question directly, it actually, it hurt. And that was because of something that was my fault. I, I made the decision there. It wasn't my fault. It was just, it was just a business call. So, but having that downtime, you know, everyone's on the internet started learning how to play the drums and, you know, learn a new language and all these things. Right. And everyone's in quarantine. Well, we went and designed a bunch of new shoes and found a new factory that was uh that could handle what we needed them to do so um so we did that and then because of that we kind of had a limp through covid with the inventory we had until um we got this new product that we're talking about today in, in june so it was it was uh it was hard to navigate for us but it's been a weird ride the bike industry if everyone knows probably listening that's hard to get bikes hard to get parts and a lot of that has to do with supply chain a lot of that has to do with logistics a lot of that has to do with COVID and, you know, China, uh, if you're producing in China, shutting down factories with their, turning their power off and also Vietnam closed for a month. Like, it's just, it's, it's, you forget, people kind of forget that things just don't show up and they're magically made. So um, yeah. it, it's, it's been hard to navigate, not just for us, but for a lot of, I'm sure every single company is having their, their same issues. And uh, my girlfriend works for a, a athleisure company and they have their own issues with it too. So, I mean, they're, they're a lot bigger obviously than we are. So. It's not just us; it's everyone. So it's been it's been an interesting ride, but it's a good learning experience. It's good to to know how to handle the next one when the next one happens. So, yeah, it's it's totally um, crazy these things that are out of our control, and to make these calls that you, if you had a crystal ball, we do certain things differently. But it was very cool that you did what you could control, and you know, try to find a new supplier, uh, revamp what you had, you know, in in within your control. So those things are always like, otherwise, how would you find the time to do that? So I'm glad that you're able to, to do that part. Yeah. I'm just trying to use being productive during that time. Right. So, yeah. And speaking of, you were talking about, talking about crazy stuff that's out of your control. You were kind of mentioning that you had a shipment that was kind of hijacked on top of all the other (laughs) crazy stuff. What was, what was the story behind that? Uh, No, yeah, not quite a shipment, but we've, um, 
this is one of the reasons why we change factories, but we, um, we've had, so our tool, it's called tooling. So our, our outsole tooling, which means uh, the rubber part of your shoe, that, that's a hard piece, it's metal. Uh, you have to see it, so you have to cut it out of a piece of metal and you have to do one for each size and that's your tooling. They're not cheap, it's expensive to do. Um, it's been held hostage twice. What? So yeah, <laughs> they, they basically, the factory wanted, well, it, it's he said, he said, she said, the footwear industry is like, is, we were talking, it's, it's a crazy industry and that's why I want a new, one of the reasons why I want a new supplier and now our supplier is so much better now, it's great. Um, but yeah, they, they've been held ransom twice. One, we got around it because our broker who was holding it ransom was just not a good person, but luckily had a, a couple assets be able to go secure them and get them out of there. We did that. So it was kind of like a covert operation. And then it got held hostage kind of again. And we actually had to pay a small amount in order to get them freed. So that was holy fun. crap. And we actually this have paperwork to you just is welcome to working in the footwear industry if you don't have good sourcing. It's it's uh, not that say our sourcing was bad. It's just, yeah, it's um, it's been a learning experience for footwear. Um, but you know, it's you gotta let you gotta learn as you go. That's the way it is. Damn, TJ. Still here, still making shoes. <laughs> yeah. It out, so one Those of shoes. one of a dozen <laughs> the problems. So. <laughs> you're you're kind of mentioning that like you know in the business there's just always every week there's a new catastrophe and at first it's like yeah. holy cow after a while you're like all right how do we get around this one this time <laughs> well, which you is know? crazy too i mean like to go one step further past that you know i've worked for a lot of companies uh big you know thor back in the day a long time ago but i'm just naming companies people know like thor spy 100 661 um and we've not i've i've worked with a lot of factories some of which are not i wouldn't call solid and i've never had these kind of problems um and i vetted these factories i've been to them both i mean i've spent three months in china two and a half months in china at one point during our first production like i've lived there literally for months and never had these kind of issues um this was during afton and it's just it's insane so and i had you know brokers that i knew that i've worked with the best like helping me trying to figure all this stuff out with trying to get these things released and it's, I don't know if it's just, it's, I think I just chose poor, I had made one bad decision that created all these problems. But my point is, is that, you know, I've done this for a long time and never experienced these kind of issues before. So it's, it's been interesting. And, uh, but hey, now you know. <laughs> yeah. Dang, DJ, getting your stuff held hostage. That sounds so crazy. <laughs> that sounds so crazy. The first time it was a little, it was a stressful three, four weeks. Yeah. But you yeah. Know. It's like a time you're sipping Mai Tai, smoking a cigar, like, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, I got access to yeah. around. We'll get these things back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it, was, you know, it was cool. If, if, if we ever need the lenses on this, check this out. Colorado Kid says, uh, Pure Adventure. He had 1.3 million views on his uh, on his latest band, um, bike band thing. So if you haven't had a chance, I'll, I'll send it to you so you can see what that is. But yeah. We'll get cool. those uh, hostage people uh, some airtime so that they. <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, one of the many right. stories we got. How, how much time you got? We got plenty. I can keep going with all. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of OS stories. <laughs> That's you know, to wake up. As you, MT Reggie was saying both facets in your house in our household reflect supply chain. So yeah, it's it's definitely hitting uh, everybody all different different places and different um we've been waiting for a couch for like, like three months now yeah it's the same it's, <laughs> so yeah. we've got a couch it hasn't come yet so oh my you. gosh that's so crazy 
Um, Adam Austin, did you wear spy spy plus glasses to go covert and rescue your assets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have special forces, special agents sneak in there. Right, <laughs> man. Those shoes when they got free, they're like, yeah, let's go. We're gonna get on bikes and trails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so a good that, day when they got hold of them. I bet that felt good, and that kind of bleeds into this question here. The second question by Mr. Bernstein, he says, "What was the biggest struggle with Afton?" Oh man. Uh, honestly, struggle same to this day. Sales. This I set up Afton as a distribution forward company, meaning that we I wanted to stay lean, so we only had a few people working behind the scenes and let the distributors do the heavy lifting on the sales. And Makes we sense. got in the beginning. I had a lot of contacts with distribution uh, globally from previous jobs, so you know, I contacted them. We got. Uh, I tend to a dozen on board right off the bat before we even produced our first production, which was awesome. Oh, dang. Yeah. But they, uh, some of them were good and some of them weren't, which is the way it goes. But anyway, long story short in the United States, we have BTI BTI is great. So if you go, you know, want to buy some Aftons, you can go to your local shop and if they're, you know, carry your BTI is one of their distribution partners, they can order some shoes. Um, but in the United States, it's been, it's been difficult to get it out there. Uh, we went with JBI in the beginning and BTI. JBI didn't really quite, didn't, didn't work for them. You, and these guys have huge catalogs, right? So if you work for a distributor, you have between 50 and hundreds of products you have to sell. So why would they put effort into Afton, even though we sit there and try to grease the wheels? So the hardest thing to keep, get a company going is for me, my background is product. So that stuff's other than hostage things, but we got through it, you know, and yeah. I, can, I can do that stuff, but getting the, the, the word out there and the sales going, that's, unless you're a salesperson and you can just get it rejected over and over and over again, it's, it's hard. So that's been my, my, um, white whale, blue whale. I don't know. It's been my, my thing that I, I've really been struggling with. So we're working on that and then and working with some people trying to make that change. So, uh, but past that, uh, it's, you know, having a budget, making sure you can stick to it. Don't, you know, get the big eyes and, you know, go, at least my, my opinion is always spend what you got. Don't, don't go deep. Cause once you start going deep, how, how far do you go? Cause it's like gambling, right? right? So yeah. you go deeper and deeper. And then before you know it, you're, you just mortgage your house and you might, mm -hmm. leave, you know, you could lose it if it doesn't go well. I mean, if it's going well, that's a whole different story. You know, like you're trending up, like, okay, if we do this, we can do that. All right, cool. Uh, but when you're just trying to dig yourself and get a foundation going, it's, you know, it's a slippery slope. So, um, all those are hard and, um, people management's interesting. Uh, there's, there's, you know, people that you click with working and there's people that you don't and kind of feeling through all that stuff. And yeah, but you know, you gotta take it, you gotta take it with a smile because you're just, you know, gotta learn and you gotta make it through it. So yeah, enjoy the process because sometimes, you know, the process is the best part. Right. The journey. Yeah. Always yeah, exactly. enjoying the journey. And, and learning from it, progressing with it. That's great. I love the go slow um, mentality that you have and not getting yourself too deep in, in the deep end with debt and anything like that. So that's, that's very cool. Um, that is always a struggle that'll always make us stronger, right? There, there has to be some adversity to, to make us to make us strong. As far yeah. as sales go, is it um we're talking about the distributors and them pushing out the different you know products that they have they've got a deep catalog what is the 
best way that you found to get your product out there other than distributors? Is there, are there other avenues that you're looking at to get Afton out there? Yeah, we have a couple sales reps. Um, one, Lauren Webb's down in um, the southeast in Georgia is where she lives, but she does a huge territory. She used to be in Southern California. She moved there in the last year or two, and she does a great job. So, you know, you get you can do the, the traditional sales reps, uh, DTC, direct-to-consumer, um, trying to, to ramp that up more. Um, we can handle warranties easier, talk to the customers more. We also get more information of what's selling that way. And uh, instead of, you know, selling, sending all these to a, to a dealership, for example, and what's sitting on the shelf and they have to close out the end of the year, what's moving. So, um, I mean, there's other ways to do it. The traditional way is to get sales reps and get one in each territory of the United States and have, you know, have 10 of them and, you know, just push them and give them a commission. So, but you, th that's hard too. I mean, sales reps, some are great and some aren't, you don't really know which one they are until, you know, you're kind of committed to them. So, uh, yeah. but once again, that's business. So those are the, those are the main things. So you have distribution, direct sales, meaning sales reps in, in house sales, things like that. And, uh, and direct to consumer. And those are in wholesale you can do in key accounts, things like that. So, mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much, there's not really too many other opportunities in sales. So just like kind of doing those, turning them on, um, all of them have their their benefits and their and their fall shorts. So just kind of how you want to to mix it and 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 kind of just basically put a plan together and stick to it and see how it goes and adjust. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's always easier to steer the ship when it's going right, or steer the plane when it's in motion versus yeah, trying exactly. to get off the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of pushing. Come on, go faster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, another question we had for you here says. How many years did it take you to get to where you are now? Uh, for Afton specific? I it must be so, for right? Afton. I'm, think, I'm, I'm assuming it's for Afton specific. They didn't yeah, sure. say. But. Usually uh, making products, hard parts, which would be shoes, is it's an 18-month process from mm -hmm. idea to commercialization. Because uh, you have all, you have to create tooling. Takes time. You have to make samples. Takes time. You have to test it. Makes time. You have to produce it. Takes time. You have to put it on the water to get it here. Right. So usually it's an 18 to 20 month process from idea to here. Check this out. Oh, wow. um, when you're starting from scratch. So we started. Uh, the idea was, and I had to create a brand too. So it was more than just a product. So we had to do brand creation first in September of 15, and we commercialized in November of 17. So I guess oh, technically man. it took more than two years in order wow. for it to you know go from zero to here's a product you want to buy it. Um, so, but that's pretty typical. Um, most companies are on a 18. Even right now they have to be even further than that. Uh, 24 month product cycle because it takes the you know, productions like we were saying earlier is delayed, and uh, and logistics getting it from wherever it was made to where you're selling it it's it's pretty backed up. So. Um, everything's just getting pushed further and further out. So it, it's kind of hard to, you know, you're looking, you're, you're creating your future. That's like years away. It's, it's really interesting. Right. Wow. Um, so, wow. Uh, that's, yeah. Cool thing is we're small, so we can be more nimble on the product side, but it's, you know, the other, the other the logistics part, we can't, you know, something special we can do to, to fix yeah. that. So. 
Interesting, man. Interesting. MTB Raging here is saying IG is your friend. Oh, yeah, when it, it is. It helps yeah. to get some of that out. Um, Alpha MTB, they are uh, part of a big group out here called the Bomber Crew, Southern California Bomber Crew. It was started by veterans, and now they have veterans and civilians in. They just had a group ride uh, on Veterans Weekend, and they had over 100 people show up. Uh, but Alpha MTB says, definitely going to get some Aftons. Bomber Crew supports small business. That's awesome. Mm. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, That's Alpha awesome. MTB. Um, also, also, he says, what's the shipping like? How long after my order will I get the shoes? Riding Velocity Bike Park next weekend and would love to have some. <laughs> it depends where you are. If we get your order, we usually ship within 24 hours. Generally, if we get an order before 2 p.m. on a weekday, it'll ship same day. Um, and then it's up to your shipping, you know, so we're in Southern California and San Diego and Encinitas actually, um, just depending on where you, uh, where you gotta, where the shoes gotta go. So the longest ground takes, I think it's five days, maybe six, if you're like in the tips of Maine or something, but, um, and, and after, so if you ordered on a Monday, they ship Monday, starting Tuesday, you probably get them five days would be Saturday. Cause actually UPS grounds uh, delivering on Saturday now. Thanks Amazon. Maybe UPS yeah. start delivering on Saturday. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, that's, we, it, our turnaround of our shipping is pretty quick. And Alpha MTB, I think these guys are, are located out of Orange County. So they're, they're just oh, neighbors yeah, right here next day. In, in, next day. So yeah, it could be as soon order as Monday, next day. Early. Yeah. You would have them on Tuesday, most likely. Ooh, there you go. Alpha <laughs> MTB. Check out those black and white Aftons. Those are the Coopers that I got. <laughs> Those are the Joey's got the black and red. So who is it going to be the black and red or or the black and white? <laughs> and I think TJ, you had the solid grays, right? So we have some grays too. Yeah, we have some still in stock. Yeah, the grays too. That that is that is so fun. So yeah, it's, uh, that's that's a quick turnaround before two p.m. If you order, they'll ship out that day. And if you're here locally, uh, you most likely get them the next day or the day after. Um, the next question, TJ says. How many tries did it take before you decided that a shoe is ready? Oh, dang. Good question. How do you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of testing. Um, yeah. I mean, you, it comes up in your brain, right? And, and that's not just my, it's, it was a, it's a group effort. I developed them, but the design part was a group effort. So yeah, you get a proto. Um, the prototype is usually some unworkable. You can't really do stuff with it. Uh, you can kind of put it on a bike and, you know, ride and make sure the things line up right. But yeah, then you, you have to make one size. Usually sample size is nine. We usually do 10 uh, just because if we have more riders that are size 10 or athletes. So we'll make a size. We'll actually pay for the tooling, tool up the shoe in a size 10, and we'll we'll make, call it 10 of them and just send it to athletes to try and including mm -hmm. ourselves. And um, yeah, and then we could take the feedback, make adjustments. Um, if it's a hard adjustment, meaning uh, it's a hard part, like a, a molded piece adjustment, we try to be really fine tuned with that because every time you change it, you got to buy a new mold. Right. So um, we try to get all the feedback and then make adjustment, make sure it's right. And then, you know, and then we produce it. So uh, it, it's a process, but it's a fun process and it's a learning process. Right. So, and yeah. it's also exploratory as well when you're trying new technologies and things that sometimes they don't work, <laughs> you know, you put a lot of effort into it and it's like, Oh, well, just throw that one in the bin. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So, there's uh and when you say give them to the athletes i noticed on the website there you guys have um you guys support it looked like the whole or uh, a lot of the guys from common 
Yeah, our, the 100% comments all team was ours for a couple years. Um, this past year, we need to update our website. <laughs> um, they were on a different brand, but we had them for a while. That was really, that was a good, um, out of the gate, actually, we had them. It was a good partnership. Um, who else? Uh, but right now, like locally, good guy. We, we have Luca Cometti, um, Barry Nobles. He's more BMX, but he does everything. Uh, I'm Dante Silva. So he's from San Diego, which is awesome. Uh, Nico Malali, he's over yeah. in North Carolina. He's on. He's actually Gwen's teammate on Intense. Oh, nice. um, and uh, we have some free ride guys. Tim Bringer, he's friend. Actually, he just got second at um, Rotorua, which is awesome. Good work, That's Tim. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's. I'm sure he had a good time after that. He deserves it. He's he's been killing it. Uh, but yeah, so we have these guys, and um, they they do help some of them more so than others, just because a lot of them are really busy. But yeah. Nico Malali has been really integral. We actually, uh, when he's out here for team camp, sit down with them and get all the feedback we need from him. He's, 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 he's a good dude from a testing perspective. He knows a lot about that kind of stuff. That's great. That's awesome. Um, and those guys put the shoot through the test, like literally. <laughs> <That> too, <yeah. laughs> they do so we can't, you know, and they're riding every day. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> MTB Rad Dad's asking, sorry if I missed this, but any word on lighter shoes for clipless? Yeah, it's uh, so we were talking earlier. Yeah, you didn't miss it. Um, but ours are gravity enduro. They're they're built. They're built shoes. Um, so we're hoping. I'm hoping that 22, maybe 23, we'll have some more offerings for uh, clipless shoes. Oh, basically more enduro, so they'd be lighter. That you know, weight would be on the forefront, not not an afterthought. So um, we're working through some stuff. But nice. once again, that's. Um, those the technical shoes are it's a lot of R and D and there's a lot of parts in them so they're they're tricky and they're you don't want to get them right because they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, especially since there's multiple aspects of that shoe <laughs> going on and that yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. one it's like a domino. You take one piece out, then this piece doesn't work anymore, or something, <laughs> something like that. Um, and then another question exactly. uh, says. What made you choose the name Afton? So I think you answered that one. That was hometown Virginia Mountain there, and uh, the yeah. street there with uh, over by hundred percent. That yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it does and, and it didn't translate to anything funny in any of the languages. <laughs> Correct. Yep. It. Yep. Terms of the hey. It was easy to spell, <laughs> yeah, <all> the things. <laughs> exactly. Well, for the folks that are listening in, I mean, I really encourage you guys to check out Afton. Definitely go and take a peek. Oh, Scott's on from Versus Scott. Tires. Says Yo TJ. <laughs> yeah, definitely go check out Afton shoes. Like, do the comparisons. Look at them, and you know, hear from other riders who who are on them. I definitely rode on them. I have them. I'm using the Coopers. I love them. And uh, Joey's on them too. He loves all the different aspects. There is a lot going on in these shoes. A lot of cool technical features to help us out when we're out on the trails, when we're sessioning jumps, when we're hiking back up, or when we're just straight bombing down the hill on our pedals. This That anti-weep that you have is really nice. And when I send a jump too deep or too shallow and case it, the anti-weep comes in really handy too. <laughs> <laughs> um, TJ, what are some of the plans coming up here in the near future for Afton? Where are you guys going? Uh, it's a good question. It's um, from a sales perspective, we're really actually trying to push some direct to consumer and we want to do community, more community. So really digging our backyard 
I mean, we have a big backyard, right? It's San Diego, SoCal, Orange County, Riverside. Um, so Josh, actually, Josh and I were ideating uh, last weekend when we were riding, and um, there were some good ideas uh, Josh came up with that was really cool. So um, definitely want to start basically being a part of the local community. Uh, we, we haven't done that enough. We, we had these distributions that kind of we were talking about earlier with the, the way our sales were set up. Um, we, we need to focus on our backyard. So that is, a, I mean, I, this sounds maybe not exactly answering your question, but it's, it's an answer to me because that's what we need to go as a brand. We need to be nice. a part of it. We need to do, you know, we're talking, and this is great. This is part of that, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, just want to do fun events here. Um, be able to talk to the people, get the feedback from the people and, you know, continue to, to chip away at what we can do and do it right and be proud of it. Um, have more products, do fun stuff that we can. I mean, Nate at Tasco does really cool monthly launches of product. And I mean, that's so cool. He can, he's figured out how to do that. And being able to do things like that, that just fun stuff is, is why we're here. It's, you know, not here to, for the grind. We want to have, you know, cool stuff in the pipeline. So yeah. um, figure out ways to, to be a ninja about those things to make it work. I mean, shoes are a little bit harder than other things to do that with, but uh, it doesn't mean it's impossible. So like, what you know, what's possible? It's, what can we do? Yeah. Um, that was a little bit more zoomed in on, on local, but as a brand, I guess, you know, keep it moving, keeping the product going, keeping the R&D going, getting some good partners and athletes and um, the word influencers, but, you know, people on the internet that are truly, I mean, I, I love seeing all your reaction, you and Joey's reaction yesterday. It's great, you know, and that's, you know, it warms your heart because that's something you threw a lot of work at and to see people that are excited about it, it's what you want. So, you know, just keep trying to do that, you know, make people happy, make ourselves happy and, and create something special. I love that, man. Yeah, when we were riding yesterday, it felt like we were just little kids out there cruising around, finding jumps, like, oh, we stumbled upon this jump. Let's hit it. And you were the first one to clean the, the whole set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah just why not? Because it was fun. Like, that was fun. I wasn't planning on hitting the second one right away, but it felt good. Yeah. Like, let's, let's send it. So, yeah. <laughs> I know you're like, here is a, it's a game time decision for game the folks decision. that don't know. The, these jumps were like three and a half, four bike links. Uh, one jump one was a step down into like a small skinny landing area. Right. And then jump two comes out of a berm and it's the same distance, but this time it's not a step down. It's, it's a, uh, it's got a, it's a real gap. <laughs> and it's a kind of an elevation game. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of a, a left hand angle out of that berm as well. And uh, man, you came into that berm so hot and just, sent it right over so smooth so smooth and then jump three you and joey just didn't hesitate jump three you guys were off to the races <laughs> that one was super fun though i mean you went right for it too for the most part you're like dude let's, let's, yeah. let's do this let's go it was fun i was know fun that was fun i was like man i gotta do it too everyone's doing it <laughs> so uh, where, tj where can people purchase the shoe if people are listening to this like tonight, tomorrow, a month from now, six months from now, where's the best place they can purchase Afton shoes? You can always get them on our website. We're going to have the most inventory compared to a dealership or something of that nature. So um, website works. Uh, if you're a dealer, your local dealer, ask them if they work with BTI. BTI has been a great partner as a distributor. Um, they, they have the shoes as well so that your dealership can order it from them. Um, and we do work direct, like I said, we have a couple of sales reps 
So there's more on the East Coast. There's a couple out here, but um, those are probably the easiest places to find it. Or, you know, email us if um, happy to go riding or if we're out somewhere, bring some shoes out and have some people try them on if they want to check them out, things like that. So, I mean, we're, we're not untouchable. We're just, it's just a dude behind a computer making some cool stuff. <laughs> so talk to us, ask us questions and we'll see what we can do about it. <laughs> that is, that and is there awesome. you go. That's, I don't know what Josh is saying, but I like it. <laughs> Josh Williford saying Afton plus Tasco versus segment trail dogs. So it's like, yeah, the community, that community yeah. push. This is all Southern California, small business owned mountain bike companies that are owned and operated by mountain bikers. Cause we all share that same passion, that stoke that when you're out on the trails, you forget about all this company business type stuff. or just kids having fun again, which is awesome. We're just in it's true. super cool gear, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy because we're in a place that has all of these companies. I mean, there's a lot of noise here because there's a lot of people. There's a lot going on. Think if you lived in a rural area, you don't have this kind of access to these things. I'm from Virginia. I didn't have all these cool brands. I, this is I, it's funny. We were riding with Steve. I told my girlfriend last night after we rode with Steve Caballero. Like that's that. I've watched that guy when I was a kid. And these are the reasons why I got into this stuff is because, you know, I get to go play. Like, this is playground stuff. This is to go like, just ride with that guy. And yeah. I get to make product and get to work with other brands that are doing cool stuff. I mean, there's a lot of noise here. Try to filter that out. Just talking to the people, try to filter that out. And that's special. I appreciate what you have at your fingertips, your mirror, an area that has a lot of this stuff going on. Yeah. So, um, it's it's pretty cool. It's a little doggy dog, but try to get past that and, and embrace what you got. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, Debbie Keo says it well too. Love the local intensity here. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. And man, you played off riding with cabs so good. I'm like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with cabs background. Oh, I'm, I'm very like, familiar. Heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's so nice. He's really cool. No, it was that was a special. I mean, I it was He's a nice guy. That was really cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a fun session. That was a fun ride. Oh, Alpha MTB just purchased just purchased the black and white Cooper shoes. Oh, yeah, right. buddy. I, Look forward to yeah, riding new that. shoes. There you go. Maybe get a yeah, bomber crew cool. MTB collab. Yeah, that's a big group with that uh, veteran and civilian group there. They're doing great things for people yeah. with anxiety and PTSD, depression, especially uh, active duty who come back from, from battle and uh, get them on a bike, and it helps a ton. Yeah, shoot us uh, an email, uh, info at Afton Shoes. Happy If you guys want support, happy to see what we can do for you guys. It'd be very cool. There you go, info at AftonShoes.com. And then yeah. what is the website again? Uh, what's the website for them to purchase shoes or to look at the shoes for Afton? Yeah, it's, it's just AftonShoes.com. AftonShoes.com. If you just Google Afton Shoes, it'll it's usually numero uno. Nice. I'll pop that up on the screen for folks there too. Yeah. Um as far as in closing or anything, is there anything that you'd like to share that you feel like you haven't had a chance to share yet with the local community? Uh, I'll share it with you. Thank you. Thanks for, you know, going riding yesterday. It was super fun. And oh, um, yeah. Steve Caballero just happened to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it's, I appreciate the time. And then we just rode yesterday. Here we are doing this. And yeah, no, it, 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 I really enjoyed it. And thanks for the time and, and including us and in, in what you're up to. Oh yeah. Heck yeah, man. I, I love small business as well. I admire what you're doing that you took the chance to take an idea and put it out there. All that hard work that you're putting into this company. Um, and the shoe really is amazing. Like you've done a lot of good things in this and then 
to navigate across this whole pandemic, <laughs> getting your shoes, your shipments held hostage. I mean, all the other things that you can go on and on about, about the different <laughs> things that could happen each week. But here you are, Apton is still out there and people are still learning about it. So um, I'm stoked on you, man. I'm stoked that you're out there. Folks of you are listening to this in the near future or six months from now, a year from now, check out Afton Shoes. Do yourself a favor. Go to aftonshoes.com. Check them out. And uh, where else could they follow Afton? Do you have an Instagram handle out there, TJ? We do. It's just at Afton Shoes. Um, we're most active on Instagram at the moment. So, yeah, that's probably the best place to check it out. Awesome. Awesome. And hit them up on info at uh, Afton if you need to get a hold of them for anything or say hello. And uh, thank you all again so much for joining the podcast. Always appreciate everybody on here. And uh, like you saw here with TJ, moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary with his journey in this brand, find something you love, you know, work hard at it. And all that hard work is eventually going to pay off. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you all in the next thanks, episode. Thanks, Joey, in the background. Appreciate you guys. Yee-hoo. <laughs>And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, on episode 54 with my special guest, TJ from Afton Shoes. Folks, if you find yourself liking these podcasts, if you would do me a favor and give it a review, every review helps this podcast get out there to more and more mountain bikers. I really appreciate all of you for helping me out with that. Also, a special thank you to the supporters of the segment podcast. Thank you to YT Industries, Tasco spy optic and afton shoes for all of your support for this podcast and for the youtube channel and you guys know what's coming next as always i like to always say this on the end guys and girls find something you love be passionate about it work hard at it because all of your hard work will always pay off always bet on yourself all right guys see you all on the next episode or out on the trails